everyone, my name's Kelly and you are listening to Mize Music Talks Episode 5. Welcome to Mize Music Talks. My name is Kelly, and I hope you guys all had a great week this week, and that this next coming week is also great. Today, I have a really special guest with me, and she's my best friend in the whole entire world, and her <laughs> name is Katie. So say hey, Katie. Hi. <laughs> I'm super excited to be here. <laughs> and um, so why don't you give like people a little bit of a summary of yourself? Like, Explain what who Katie is. Yeah, so who Katie is, is someone who loves musicals, and that's why I'm here to talk to Kelly about um, some Broadway stuff. Um, But basically, I am a student at Montclair State University. I am majoring in communication and media. Um, I'm working towards going down the digital marketing field in theater. So, um, you know, my love for theater is pretty strong. (laughs) Um, And yeah, that's me. (laughs) So... Your love for theater. So, as Katie said, part of the reason why I'm having her on the show today is just because we're going to talk about musicals today. I thought we'd throw some Broadway because that's something that we haven't talked about yet. And there's no one I know who knows Broadway better than my best friend, Katie. That's me. (laughs) That's her. So, Katie, like, how many shows have you seen? How many shows have I seen? Oh, too many. It's embarrassing how many shows I've seen. But honestly, um... Whenever new seasons come out, um, I always make the biggest effort to see as many new shows as possible. Um, And this summer I had a big list. I lived in New York over the summer and I had a big list of the shows I wanted to see and I accomplished all of them except for two. And there are ways to get really cheap tickets. So if you're ever in the market for going to see shows for cheap, you should definitely talk to me Um, because I never spend over $50 on a ticket if possible. So um, yeah, I've seen a lot, but on a discount, on a student budget. So. Student budget. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> For all of you college students out there, if you ever want to go see a Broadway show, be sure to hit up Katie. <laughs> I will come with you. Like, I would love to, to be honest with you. So, okay. So, musical-wise, I know you've probably seen a good amount of musicals as well as just standard dramas. I guess that's what that would be called. Mm-hmm. Um, so what were what would be like your top five musicals that you've ever seen? Oh my god! Do you have a top five? <laughs> um, I do have a top five. Um, my number one, if you know me, you know that I love Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Um, <laughs> that is my number one. It changed my whole life. Um, number two, probably Falsettos. Number three, probably Something Rotten. If you're into like a more fun type of musical, it just makes me laugh. It's really great. Um, number four, I'll go with Hamilton, and then number five, because obviously Hamilton has to be on my list, um, and then number five, I really love, um, Cabaret, but there are so many more, but that's my top five. What makes Hedwig your favorite, though? Oh my god. Like, I know you've seen it, like, 500 times. (laughs) Um, well... I don't know. It's just, it has a really deep message. Like, the core message of the show is just to, you know, Hedwig is trying to find her other half, but in the end she realizes she has herself and she doesn't need anybody else. So that kind of, like, got me through 
the end of high school, beginning of college, like, realizing that I have me and, like, that's all that matters. Um, so in that respect, Hedwig really changed my life. And then the music, it's a rock musical, so it's really different from any other musical you'll ever hear. And the songs just have incredible lyrics and... I could just listen to the album every day forever. If I had to listen to one album every day forever, it would probably be that one. So I don't know. I highly recommend. There's also a movie for it. Um, So if any of you are ever interested in watching it, you should definitely check out the movie. (laughs) What was like the thing that made you realize like, wow, I really love this show. Like when you sat in the theater, I don't know what what day it was, if it was like maybe the first time you saw it, like Mm -hmm. what was the moment you knew like, this is going to change my life, this is changing my life, like how did this musical change your life? Yeah, um, so the first time I saw it was actually um, early on when it was on Broadway and Neil Patrick Harris was in it, but at that time my seat was like behind a pole in the back of the balcony, so I didn't see half of it, and so, and it's a very like, complicated show so seeing it one time it's hard to like get the real meaning of it but the first time I saw it like all I knew was that I was crying at the end and I didn't know why I was just like this was so beautiful like I loved Neil Patrick Harris that's why I went to see it me and my brother really love him so we were like we have to go see him on Broadway um but yeah so I didn't get the meaning at that time but I was crying and I was like why am I crying um but really the second time that I saw it was with um One of my favorite actors, Andrew Rannells, was announced to be Hedwig for only eight weeks. So I was like, Mom, we got to go. This was like junior year of high school. I was like, I really have to go. Um, So we ended up going again to see Andrew Rannells in it. And I just remember I was sitting there. We were in the orchestra this time. So I was like closer than I'd ever been before. And I was just like crying the entire time. Like when they played the second song in the show is called The Origin of Love. And that kind of... um, starts Hedwig's journey on like finding herself and like discovering how she doesn't need anyone else um so I just remember sitting there and like thinking about the problems in my life and realizing like they don't really matter like it's all gonna get better and in high school you know my problems were so minuscule compared to you know college because we're all adults now um but at the time they were like really big problems for me um but yeah the show just made me realize you know it doesn't matter. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so crazy to talk about, like, different genres of music. It doesn't really matter whether it is, like, you know, musical theater music, if it's pop, if it's rock, mm-hmm. metal. I don't care what anybody listens to, but it's crazy how different genres change people's lives. Yeah. And, like, I've seen it. Like, you're my best friend, so obviously I've seen <laughs> it change your life, like, this genre. And, like, I've grown to love it with you mm-hmm. because you make me love it. Like, you talking <laughs> about it right now makes me love it. So, like, that passion's so important. Just, like, I've seen pop punk change Kelly's life. Exactly. For the better. <laughs> pop punk changed my life. <laughs> um, so, you were talking about a lot of guests in different musicals and whatnot. So, like, what are some of, like, your favorite guest stars in musicals that you've ever seen? I know me and you got to see Brendan Urie mm-hmm. in Kinky oh, Boots, man. which was a life-changing experience yeah. because, oh, Brendan Urie. Amazing. That was crazy. I was watching, I had, like, a Brendan Urie obsession a few days ago. So I was just going, you know, on a YouTube, like, wormhole, um, into Brendan Urian and I got to like the kinky boots time of his life and I was like oh my god I can't believe we saw him that's like a, <laughs> that's just so crazy to me still um so Brendan Urie's a really big one obviously I've already mentioned Andrew Rannells um Darren Chris again <laughs> if you all know me you know that he's the love of my life so I got to see him as Hedwig too um and that was 
amazing. <laughs> um, so Darren Chris, I got to see, I mean, to me, like, Broadway stars are, like, celebrities, so I kind of count them as, like, the big people that I've seen, like, the original cast of Hamilton, that's, like, I always say, I'm like, when I die, just put on my grave that I saw, like, the original cast of Hamilton. That's, like, a big (laughs) thing. It's, like, people now saying they saw the original cast of, like, Wicked with Idita Menzel and, like, Kristen Chenoweth. Um, So that was a really big one for me. I'm trying to think of, like, famous, famous people that I saw. I saw Alan Rickman before he passed away. Um, that was amazing. Um, Nick Jonas. Oh, Nick Jonas. How could I oh forget? Oh, my God. How could I forget? That's insane. Nick <laughs> Jonas. Um, he's actually the one. I mean, my original start of Broadway, I went to see Wicked with my mom and my best friend at the time. And, like, that kind of changed my life. But then when I started going to see shows more often, it was really because of Nick Jonas. Because I went so far out of my way to go see him and how to succeed in business without really trying two times because I was like so obsessed with him and I in turn was obsessed with the show um so it's really you can give Nick Jonas the credit for my love of Broadway (laughs) um so yeah that was really good I don't know yeah I remember when you saw that one that was a big deal I feel like that was like almost the start of you really going hard yeah on the Broadway scene I went so hard I went so hard that the show actually announced it was closing early and we had tickets for his final day so they ended up having to give us our money back for the tickets and I literally flipped out I was like we need to go again this is not even (laughs) funny like I was flipping out because Nick Jonas was like the biggest part of my life at the time so I was like we need to go see him again um so we ended up getting tickets again after we got the refund Mm -hmm. it was like it was crazy but yeah that was really really fun (laughs) (laughs) so there are obviously like I feel like Broadway shows are always changing Mm -hmm. um like right now like out right now if you could pick like three of them that are out right now that are like your you would suggest to people to go see like what would they be yeah, um, so right now, aside from, I'm going to leave Hamilton and Dear Evan Hansen actually out of this because they're so expensive. If you can get tickets to Hamilton or Dear Evan Hansen, do it. Paskin-Paul. Um, Paskin-Paul, I could talk about them forever. They wrote Dear Evan Hansen, La La Land, Greatest Showman, all those, ugh, they're so oh, talented. Um, it's not fair. Yeah, they're so talented. But that show and Hamilton are obviously very expensive. So I won't be including them. My number one is probably the band's visit. Oh, no, no, no. I take it back. My number, <laughs> we'll start with number three. My number three is the band's visit. Um, the band's visit won a lot, most of Tony Awards this year. It was up against like SpongeBob, Mean Girls, and Frozen. Um, out of those four, I recommend The Band's Visit because it's very, um, it's a wholesome story. It takes place only over one day, and it's just, like, very human, and as human beings, we will really be able to relate to it, and it brings other cultures um, into the Broadway community as well, and the music just, like, I cried, like, the entire time. It was really beautiful. Um, so that's my number three. Number two, I would say Kinky Boots. Yes. <laughs> Kelly saw Kinky Boots with me. Oh. Um It's really, really great. They keep bringing in super famous people for, like, the lead ever since they started with Brendan Urie. I think somebody from, I don't know his name, but somebody from 
Dancing with the Stars is going to be in it soon. And right now, David Cook is randomly in it. And the guy from Neon Trees was in it. I don't know. So if you catch it, you'll probably see someone famous. And then it's just a really beautiful story about, like, love and acceptance and accepting yourself, just like um, Hedwig, kind of. Um, And there's a lot of LGBT representation. And the music is by Cyndi Lauper, so, I mean, you can't go wrong with Cyndi Lauper. Can't go wrong. Um, It's so good. And then my number one show that I would recommend is definitely Come From Away. Um, Come From Away is the story of 9-11 and what was going on. Um, All of the planes that were headed to New York that day were redirected to this tiny, like, town in Canada called Newfoundland. Um, And... The story of Come From Away is basically what happened there um, and how the entire town of Newfoundland just, like, took these people in and, like, took care of them. And it's really beautiful. And I, the last time I saw it, the girl next to me was like, do you need a tissue? And was, like, giving me tissues the whole time because I was crying so much. Um, I cry a lot if you haven't already (laughs) realized this. Um, But, yeah, it's a really, really beautiful show. And I think it's the best show on Broadway right now for sure. I love that. That's amazing. Like, that that's your number one. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even expecting that. It's, like, very similar to the band's visit, actually, because they're both very... They take place in, like, short periods of time, but they really have an effect on its audience and, like... I don't know. They're both very human stories, like I said, Mm -hmm. about the band's visit. Like, we can all relate to them. Even if you didn't go through these things that the characters are going through, like, you can relate on a deep personal level. So, yeah. That's mine. Then there was another <laughs> show I know you were really into recently that Andrew Garfield was in, oh. right? If you want to, like, maybe oh. talk about that one. Yeah. Because I know you were lucky enough to experience that. Yeah, so I'm going to do a shameless plug for this website <laughs> called TDF, um, the Theater Development Fund. You, If you're a student or um, retired, there's a few different, like, things you have to be to be a member of TDF, but it's only $29 a year, and basically you... Um, get discounts for shows. And I didn't know if it was going to be worth it, but I was living in New York over the summer, so I was like, I might as well get discounts for shows. Because again, my goal was to not spend over $50 on anything. And they're the reason that I achieved that goal. Um, And the number one thing that I saw through them was Angels in America. Um, It was a two-part show. Altogether, it was about eight hours long, which... I'm sure all of you are like, what? Eight hours? That's ridiculous. (laughs) I also thought it was ridiculous, and I didn't know if I was going to really like it because it was so long, but um, I had given up all hope in seeing it because it was ending. I saw it like two weeks only before it ended. Um, Andrew Garfield and Nathan Lane um, and Lee Pace were all in it, and they're all like super famous people, Um, so I was like, there's no way that I'm going to get to see this show before it closes, Um, but then TDF came through and had very select dates um, for both parts. It was, like, under $50 um, per part, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I can do this. I can go, Um, and luckily I was able to get off work um, both times, so, yeah, I saw both parts, and it was just really, really beautiful. Like, it did not feel like it was four hours per part. It felt like it was only one hour, really. Um, There was two intermissions during each show, and basically it was a story um, about, it was set in the 80s, and it was about, like, the AIDS crisis, and the main character who Andrew Garfield played 
um, was dying of AIDS, and it was basically just him trying to cope with what was happening to him, and his boyfriend left him because he couldn't handle it, and then Nathan Lane was denying the fact that he also had AIDS because he was a really, like, evil kind of character, and he was like, I would never you know, be gay, I don't have AIDS, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. You tell people it was cancer, but it wasn't cancer, and he just wouldn't accept the fact that he had it. Um, So it was just a really deep, deep story, and there was a lot of, um, what's the word, like, extraordinary things that happened. Like, in the second part, it's mostly about, um, like, Andrew Garfield's character travels, like, to heaven, and on stage it just looks incredible and there's an actual angel like it says in the title i this is all over the place this is a really bad description of the show but there's just so much um that went into it and andrew garfield's acting was honestly the best i have ever seen like he is so talented i didn't expect him to blow me away so much um but yeah and then at the end of the show there's a big quote and basically like the moral of the show is that we need more life in this world and I was thinking about getting that as a tattoo just more life because yeah I was like really 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 crying again I was crying at the end (laughs) um because it was just so beautiful so good yeah I mean it's closed now I was gonna say highly recommend but if it ever comes back go see it don't let the eight hour time span um stop you from seeing it because it almost stopped me but I am so glad that I got to see it so yeah (laughs) that's so nice I love that quote I remember you telling me that a few days ago more Mm -hmm. life because I mean Katie and I talk about tattoos a lot we got like two of ours together Mm -hmm. and we're obsessed (laughs) but anyway moving forward with that conversation that's a whole nother like podcast yeah it's another (laughs) podcast it's another discussion for a different day um so there's musicals on Broadway, mm-hmm. right? But then you also have movie musicals. Mm-hmm. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to also incorporate that into this conversation. Yeah. So now you gave me your top five musicals mm-hmm. just on Broadway. What about God. movie musicals? Oh top five, go. This is hard. Um, well, actually, number one is very easy. It's Mamma Mia. Um, my, my. It's How so, cute I resist yeah. I don't care what anyone says. It's the best. Last week, um, me and my mom, it's like me and my mom's movie, and we went to see the second one, and I was literally a mess. I, again, I cried the entire time. <laughs> um, if you saw Mamma Mia 2, you know why. It's super sad, um, but it, Mamma Mia is definitely number one. Oh my god, what else is there? I feel like I'm gonna forget good ones, but I really love, um, I loved The Greatest Showman. I really did. I know a lot of people, I know it's really super inaccurate to, like, actual history and, like, P.T. Barnum was a jerk, um, in real life, but when you disregard all of that, the movie itself is, like, just so beautiful and, like, the music is amazing. Paskin Paul, once again, came through. Coming in hot. Um, yeah, and Hugh Jackman, love Hugh Jackman, love Zac Efron, Love Zendaya, Zendaya, how do you pronounce her name? Um, either way. <laughs> either way. She's amazing. Like, the whole cast was just amazing. Kiala Settle, oh my god. Holy crap. So, that was really, really great. Um, I loved, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or not, but I loved La La Land. Um, I know a lot of people that really hated La La Land and a lot of people that really loved it. I really loved it just because I love Los Angeles and I just thought, I still think it's, like, one of the most beautifully made films, like, of all time. Um, Just the cinematography and everything is really, really pretty. Um, And I really loved the music, so, yeah, I loved La La Land. I'm talking more modern ones, I guess, but 
Um, it doesn't matter. I mean, obviously, Singing in the Rain is, like, a really great one that kind of built the framework for all future movie musicals and just musicals in general. Um, oh, my God. That's four. Come on, Katie. You got to come up with a fifth one. Um, Hairspray. Really Question love. mark? Question mark. Hairspray is a really good one. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of... I feel like everyone loves that movie. Again, it's Zac Efron. One. Zac Efron. He <laughs> Anything it. with Zac Efron, really, but like Michelle Pfeiffer, Brittany Snow, like so many people were in that movie. And Hairspray is also a classic. So mm-hmm. that was a really good one. And I feel like I'm leaving some out. But you no, know, I'm a, I'm a little disappointed that one of your answers was not the last five years. <gasps> I feel like that is such oh, an important no! one. I take it back. Yeah, that's a really good. That one I could. T- that could also be a whole nother podcast. Okay, the last five years. <laughs> oh my god, how could I forget? We could probably go on and on and on about that one, just because. I take uh, back La La Land, and I put in the last five years. Whoa, La La Land as a musical is not the best because there's only like four songs that are like True. new original songs. So I'm gonna take that one out, and I'm gonna put in the last five years. Oh, my God. Yeah. Give them, like, Jordan. a little synopsis about the last five years, because I feel like you definitely would summarize it the best. It's personally, like, my favorite, so yeah. I would love to talk about it. Yeah. The last five years, um, it's by Jason Robert Brown, who is an amazing um, composer and lyricist. Um, basically, it's about this relationship, and it kind of... So it starts at the end of their relationship from her perspective, and it starts at the beginning of their relationship from his perspective, and every scene is from a different perspective, and it kind of goes backwards from her perspective and forwards from his perspective, and then at the end it meets in the middle. It's very hard to explain, but if you watch it and think about the order of how the scenes are going, like you'll understand. It's really blew my mind when my old friend told me that how how the story was laid out. I was like, what? Um, That's genius. So yeah, it's just about a relationship and how it kind of um, goes downhill for this couple. And um, it shows all the aspects of what went wrong and how, you know, the flaws of each character kind of like built to, what's the word? Built to their downfall, I guess, um, in the end. And the music is some of the best music you will ever hear. Like It really is. Yeah. It's kind of more... It's more modern, so it's not like... I feel like it doesn't really sound like typical Broadway, like Chicago, mm-hmm. old Broadway-style music. So if you're more of a modern person and you aren't a fan of older musicals, like, you will really like this. Much like Hedwig. Like, it's very different, and um, it's really good i loved it and jeremy jordan and anna kendrick were in it and they're both yep. amazing and beautiful people so yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i just i think that the lyrics throughout the whole entire thing are really just what got yeah. me after you watch it a good two to three times at least you start to catch on to like little things that mm-hmm. jason robert brown right that's his name yeah wrote when I, I just i don't know it blows my mind there's like different foreshadow of things that are about to happen in the story that you don't really realize when you're watching it the first time in these lyrics and like that also happens in la la land and the greatest showman like i don't think people pay attention enough Mm -hmm. to lyrics i think in musicals because sometimes they really are what makes it the most interesting you know what i mean and that's really why i love the last five years is because like you know i don't know it's really hard to explain, like the melodies, and it's it's just it's, yeah. Go watch it. Yeah, I it's so recommend. true. Like, listen to it. 
watch it and then watch it again and then watch it again and then be like whoa like you'll so hear good. all the little things that kind of like parallel throughout the story it's yeah crazy. the things that make us happy essentially yes. about that musical mm-hmm. such a good one yeah so like you have like those musicals then we have like the og disney musicals of you know course. like high school musical camp mm-hmm. rock like mm-hmm. what's your take on musicals like that that aren't really large scale but you know are kind of fun we grew up with them yeah those musicals like Actually, when you don't count, like, Wicked and How to Succeed, like, the actual musicals I saw on Broadway, like, these musicals, like, High School Musical specifically kind of, like, shaped my love for (laughs) those things, like... Because, really, I did see Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King on Broadway when I was really, 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 really young, but I didn't really remember those, so I didn't really have a big knowledge of musicals, and then I saw High School Musical as a child, and I was just like these people are singing and it's a movie. (laughs) Like I just really loved it. And of course, like Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, um, Ashley Tisdale, like all of them were so talented and just kind of like all three of those movies really shaped not even just my love of musicals, but like who I was as a person (laughs) because they had such a big impact on me. Um, Because, you know, probably a lot of people listening who are the same age as us can relate. Like that's what we like watched and listened to when we were in elementary school and then Camp Rock you know I was a huge Jonas Brothers fan oh yeah as you probably gathered when I was talking about Nick Jonas um so when it was announced that they were going to be in a movie I was like what I remember watching like the first commercial for Camp Rock and I was like oh my god Joe Jonas is gonna be like the star of this movie and I (laughs) was flipping out um so that also kind of made me like who i it became in the future and then obviously Hannah Montana and like you know I just really loved that almost every show that was on Disney Channel had like a musical aspect to it Mm -hmm. like I know people kind of make fun of the fact that like everyone on Disney Channel becomes a big famous singer or whatever but Mm -hmm. like they had that going for them like Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, the Jonas Brothers, um, uh, Miley Cyrus all came from like the same era yeah. and that's from when we all were growing up so I feel very lucky that we got to go through that together <laughs> yeah we got to experience the good yeah. I think of Disney Channel while yeah. I was there because now it's not the same you know the musicals are actually corny right and you know the characters I feel like I don't relate because I've watched mm-hmm. some of the shows just for fun, mm-hmm. you know, on Disney Channel right now. And I feel like I don't relate to those characters as much as I related to, like, you know, Hannah Montana or, like, right. you know, the, this wasn't a musical, but the Sprouse twins. Yeah. You know, Sweet Love, <laughs> Zach and Cody. Good you know, stuff like that. And, you know, nothing will ever compare to, like, Zac Efron and Ashley Tisdale, right. you know. It makes me so sad to think that, like, kids now probably don't even know, like, who... I mean, they know who the Jonas Brothers are as individual people, but mm-hmm. they probably didn't really hear like, the old music or, like, camp rock and stuff. So that makes me sad. But to be honest, I... It's funny because, like, little kids now probably feel the same way that we felt about, like, Hannah Montana for... What shows are on now? Like... Like, uh, what's that one? I don't even know. Allie. Austin and Allie. Austin and Allie. They probably feel how we felt about um, Hannah Montana. That's how they feel about Austin and Allie. So... You know, life goes on. But I, I really think we had, like, the good. I think we had the best yeah. of Disney Channel, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> and just Disney in general, you know. Um, okay, so I actually have one more question for you okay. about musicals and this this little topic that we have going on. And that is, if you can make anything into a musical, like, 
what would it be? Like, if you could take something that maybe exists isn't, isn't a musical now, should be a musical, like, mm. use your imagination, make it creative, what would it be? Um, oh my god. Wait, also, I didn't, I just want to say that I didn't mention Moulin Rouge before, <laughs> and that's my favorite movie of all time. I forgot it was a musical. I'm going to see it in Boston this weekend, and I'm sad that I didn't mention it, so I'm just mentioning, I was just going to say, wow, Moulin Rouge, they made that into a musical. That would be what I choose, but it was already a <laughs> musical, already. and I did mention it. So actually, to my, that other question about movies, Moulin Rouge is my number one. But, okay, um, if I can make anything... Um, I think I stumped you. Kelly, I don't know. There's so many things. I mean, I think it would be funny. I don't know if it would be successful, but if we could make, like, literally our lives into a musical, <laughs> because it would be so fun. Um, like, I wish. High School Musical. I mean, I don't know if my life is that interesting, but I that's, like, the dream. Um, but, like, regular movies? I was going to say Harry Potter, but... <laughs> Very Potter musical. It's already a thing. Everything exists. Shout out to Darren Chris again. Um, you know, I always thought it'd be cool if, like, you know, coming from a different music perspective, if you can make, like, a playlist, right, on mm-hmm. Spotify or iTunes, wherever you're making this playlist, mm-hmm. and that playlist could just be a musical. Yes. Like, I think that'd be the coolest thing, mm-hmm. you know, like a compilation. It's almost like Moulin Rouge. Yeah. You know, like, so why right. can't everybody have their own musical soundtrack, you know? Right. I always wanted to... Um, I always wanted to make, it was kind of our dream, like, to, yes. I, oh my <laughs> Kelly gosh, was yes. going to do the music, and we were going to make, like, all-time low songs into a musical. It like, still could happen. Yeah, it's still We are very happen. young. I also, me and a few, uh, my friend Jessica, um, and then my other friend, and Kelly, I think we should all make the Jonas Brothers musical. It's going to be real. <laughs> it's going to come true, and y'all should look out for that in yes. 2050. I don't 2050. Know. <laughs> 2050, so. it's coming to... A Broadway theater near you. Yes, Jonas, the musical. Okay. So I just <laughs> want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come talk with me of about course. musicals and Broadway. Mm-hmm. This was such a great conversation. Yeah, thank and you. So, Katie, where can people find you if they want to follow you? I know you have a blog. Yeah. Where can people find you? Um, so my website is thebookofkatie.com. Um, that will kind of link you to all of my other things, but my Instagram is what I use the most is at thebookofkatie. My Twitter is at thebookofkatie. Um, and yeah, go on my website to find all my other stuff. Thank you. You won't want to miss out on her. She is a lovely writing style and she's just amazing. So please go check out my best friend in the whole entire world, Katie, and tune in next Tuesday for the next episode of My's Music Talks. Thanks guys. Bye.